Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Yep, it's your boy Sully on the Maximize the Moment podcast, aka Excuse Me podcast. Excuse me. Your greatness is with God. And before we get into the crux and the steak and potato of what we're going to talk about today, I'm going to lead us and usher us in with a prayer. Father God, thank you for this time of dialogue. Thank you for this time to just sit with each other and to just take in what you have for us today. Let this be a season of leadership. Let this be a season of empathy, a season of encouragement, a season of your intervention within our lives and that you just pour into our homes, pour into our spirits, pour into us and let everything that you pour into us radiate off of us and be a reflection of who you are. And we say these things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Okay, here we go. Oftentimes, leaders over military installations or any particular community organization have to come to terms with the return on investment or ROI that the military provides or the lack thereof to a community that they are a part of. They have to answer the question of what impact, what benefit, what reward or detriment does the government's presence offer in this community. And as civic leaders, they have every right to ask this question in terms for the betterment and protection of quality of life for the members of their community. So there are many ways that this question could be answered, but there was a Coast Guard leader who back in the day when asked this question decided to pay the troops with $2 bills. Yeah, you heard me. He decided to pay all his troops with $2 bills. And once everyone was paid, no more than a few days later, the $2 bills, they were showing up in circulation. They were showing up in strip clubs. They were showing up in grocery stores, in banks, daycares, gas stations, restaurants, you name it, the $2 bill was there. And it became pretty clear that the impact of the money flow and the footprint of the military within that particular community. Switching gears, while I was a young staff sergeant serving in the honor guard, I would lead teams whose job was to perform special military honors at funerals, retirement ceremonies, special events, local and national and other specialty events. I would oftentimes before the funerals walk the gravestones and I would read them and many of them had a special inscription on them called epitaphs. An epitaph is a phrase or a form of words written in memory of a person who has died, especially as an inscription on a tombstone, something by which a person time or event can be remembered usually this is seen on a tombstone such as my jesus mercy me the best is yet to come this is the last of earth and i'm content with that i'm ready to meet my maker whether my maker is prepared for the great ordeal or meeting me is a whole nother matter so i would see phrases like this all the time and so my question to the audience becomes what is your epitaph what is your two dollar footprint what inscription what effect what impact are you leaving with those who you come in contact with from moment from the moment you wake up your eyes virtually or physically you come into contact with some person or some community what is it that you are leaving with the people that is around you Family, wife, husband, co-workers, the clerk at the gas station, the young person working at the fast food restaurant. You don't have to wait for a tombstone, is my point, to leave a memorable mark. Based on scripture, it is estimated that Jesus traveled over 3,100 miles. And wherever he traveled and whoever was with him, he always left an impact. 
So much so that thousands of people would actually search and seek out Jesus. Leaving an inscription, leaving a footprint requires us as leaders, mentors, coaches, and disciple makers to understand the heart of our people and the heart of where we wish to go in our organizations. It requires us to know our purpose that draws onto our legacy. Legacy is not just what you leave behind, but what others can accomplish because of you. Our footprint should be threefold. It should be intentional. It should have an investment. It should have impact. Intentional. That is meeting a need. The investment, maximizing time, energy, and resources. Impact. Causing growth, change today, and planting trees for others' shade in the future. Jesus was intentional about the Father's work. The Son can do nothing by himself. He can do only what he sees his Father doing because whatever the Father does, the Son also does. John five nineteen. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and give his life as ransom for many. Matthew 20, Mark 10, John 13. Christ understood the assignment. He understood his purpose and thus be intentional and deliberate about the needs of humanity, which then Jesus invested his time, energy and resources, deliberately drawing people into the kingdom of God and made immediate impacts to the ideologies and conditions of that time period and is the conduit for the rest of time for us to connect with God and still the most polarizing figure in history bar none thousands of years later. We are called to others. We are called to be mark makers. Yes. And Jesus came and he spoke to them saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Matthew 28, verses 18 through 19. Look, leaders are called to others. Leadership is inherently serving others. And as leaders who influence mindsets, actions, and behaviors, you are directly or indirectly creating or shaping disciples to the very thing that you subscribe to. Whether you look at it professionally or in Christianity, we all work, we all walk around with an ideology that we leave with people. God calls us to those who are hungry, thirsty, widowed, naked, orphaned, the stranger, the sick, especially as leaders. There are pain points that we have occurred, that has occurred in our life where all of us have felt these symptoms physically or emotionally as a result of dealing with other people. Transformation happens when we engage with other people. We have felt like the stranger in a room. We have been thirsty for improvement and growth. We have been hungry for relationships, widowed or orphaned by our parents, colleagues, or even a spouse, sick in our addictions, sick in our subscriptions, or even our mental and physical states. Galatians six ten says this, therefore, as we have the opportunity, let us do good. Let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. We are called to leave our inscriptions, our footprint. We are called to leave our marks, but not for our own sake. Hollywood puts up stars on the sidewalk. Washington, D.C. puts up monuments. Egypt has the pyramids. The Far East has temples, but God gave us Christ that left a mark on humanity so that we can spend eternity with him. So that we can experience enduring endless love and peace in his presence. When you leave a person's presence or anyone's presence, who or what?
does your mark point to? Where are the places you are leaving your $2 bill at? What's your inscription say? Let's leave a mark, leave a legacy, and all the time keep God in it and at the forefront. I look forward to sharing this time with you again and always. Maximize the moment. Let's get it. <laughs>